The world is a confusing place, filled with all manner of shimmering distractions that take our conscious mind and our immortal souls and subvert them into the most basal of human emotions. Can any one of us who considers ourselves a spiritual being truly look around the carnival at the barkers, performers, and the caged animals and believe, even momentarily, that any of this is as it should be? My name is Alan Bishop, the alchemist of the Black Forest of Indiana, distiller, historian, occasional tinker, reenactor, and your host of If You Have Ghosts, You Have Everything. Have you ever noticed the world isn't quite what it presents itself to be? That something is just a little off kilter, just a little out of focus. Perhaps that movement you caught out of the corner of your eye was more than a shadow, that weight on your shoulder more than fatigue. I have lived my whole life like this, aware, awake, and waiting for the next experience, positive or negative, always apprehensive, always analyzing. I believe that spiritual warfare is real. I believe from societal observation that others are becoming acutely aware. I believe that many are being influenced by forces unknown in a negative and spiritually deprived way. I see soft disclosure in every corner of pop culture. Join us as we pull back the curtain, as the veil thins and reach with us into the ether to reclaim the truth. But if you have ghosts, you have everything. Hey guys, welcome back to If You Have Ghosts, You Have Everything with your host, Alan Bishop, the alchemist of the Black Forest. So today we've got a little shorter episode, a little sound experiment episode that we're calling the Enoch Oracle. And the reason that we are doing this episode, and don't get me wrong, it's not going to be for everybody. It's basically an oration of the Book of Enoch, Enoch 1. Up to chapter 15, I believe, is where I stopped on this one. Uh, Set over top of some original music, some of which you probably heard on the show before, but all of which composed in recent months when I got inspired by my friend Drew Crawley, as well as my uh, brother Michael Stallings, who passed away. The Book of Enoch is going to be mentioned quite a bit in future episodes and has been mentioned in the past. Giants are going to be mentioned quite a bit in future episodes and have been in the past. Various other mythologies about the creation of the world, um, some of the spiritual issues of the world, or maybe even perhaps not issues in the way that you might think of them in a traditional Christian context, but in a more Gnostic context. Um, Those are all becoming bigger parts of the show because I am working towards a story that I've hinted at many, many times. So in addition to this, and I don't know that I'll do the entirety of the Book of Enoch, but certainly probably some other passages, um, as well as some passages from Genesis 
and definitely some passages from the Book of Giants and the Book of Jubilees that touch on such subjects. Eventually, I'll do some work as far as commentary on these passages and commentary on these books overall, these pseudopagrapha slash apocryphal books, um, and how I think that they can, should, and were meant to be interpreted, and how they are still relevant. Every bit, in my opinion, is relevant as anything in the Bible, the Quran, the Torah, um, or any of the Gnostic Gospels, or any other spirituality out there. Uh, different names for the same beings that show up time after time throughout history. So again, I know this one's not going to be for everybody. I understand that. I understand that sometimes people don't like, you know, the more dramatic readings of things that I do, that I bring on the show, and that's okay. Not all of it is for you, and, and you know, just like me, there's certain podcasts that I listen to pretty heavily, but there's always an episode or two that I'm not a huge fan of. You know, I guess I kind of laugh to myself and think about, uh, you know, there used to be a thing where if you were on a sitcom, you had to do a musical episode, and I hate musical sitcom episodes i love scrubs with a passion and i can't watch the musical episode at all so understanding that moving forward if you have not read the book of enoch and you're curious at all about what it says and why it was left in the canon in ethiopia and why there is an argument to add it back to the canon this would be a good way to familiarize yourself with at least the beginning of that book. And again, I will delve deeper into the book in future episodes. As far as this season goes, I've got at least two more episodes that are already in the can. They just need to be edited. Those are both um, interview episodes. And I have a short stuff episode I got to record with Penny about zombies that we'll be working on shortly. And at some point in time, if you guys didn't realize it, this show has been going for a year. So I'm going to do a little anniversary show with Andy Kasperzak and some of my other good uh, spirits industry friends, where we'll probably talk about dark AI and UFO, UAP disclosure, etc. That'll end up wrapping up season three, and we'll probably come back with a couple episodes I guess a season 3.5, as it were, somewhere around Halloween, and then take a little break after that. I really appreciate you guys supporting what we do here at If You Have Ghosts, You Have Everything. And always remember to check out thealchemistcabinet.com for everything that I do. Not just, you know, paranormal-related, but also distillation-related, if that's your thing. You can find links to all the things that I work on there, including Distiller's Talk, the One Piece at a Time Distilling Institute on YouTube, and the One Piece at a Time Sacred and Profane podcast on Spotify. All right, guys. Love you. Enjoy. The words of the blessing of Enoch, wherewith he blessed the elect and the righteous, who will be living in the days of tribulation, when all the wicked and godless are to be removed. And Enoch, a righteous man, whose eyes were opened by God, took up his parable and said, I saw the vision of the Holy One in the heavens, which the angel showed me, and from them I heard everything, and from them I understood as I saw, but not for this generation, but for a remote one, which is for to come. 
concerning the elect, I said, and took up my parable concerning them. The Holy Great One will come forth from his dwelling, and the eternal God will tread upon the earth, even on Mount Sinai, and will appear in the strength of his might from the heaven of heavens. And all shall be smitten with fear, and the watchers shall quake, and great fear and trembling shall seize them unto the ends of the earth, and the high mountains shall be shaken, and the high hills shall be made low, and shall melt like wax before the flame. And the earth shall be wholly rent and sunder, and all that is upon the earth shall perish, and there shall be a judgment upon all. But with the righteous he will make peace, and will protect the elect, and mercy shall be upon them, and they shall all belong to God, and they shall be prospered, and they shall be blessed, and he will help them all, and light shall appear unto them. and he will make peace with them. And behold, he cometh with 10,000 of his holy ones to execute judgment upon all, and to destroy all the ungodly, and to convict all flesh of all the works of their ungodliness, which they have ungodly committed, and of all the hard things which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. Observe ye everything that takes place in the heaven, how they do not change their orbits and the luminaries which are in heaven, how they all rise and set in order in its season, and transgress not against their appointed order. Behold ye the earth, and give heed to the things which take place upon it from first to last, how steadfast they are, how none of the things upon earth change, but all the works of God appear to you. Behold the summer and the winter, how the whole earth is filled with water, and clouds, and dew, and rain lie upon it. Observe and see how in the winter all the trees seem as though they had withered, and shed all their leaves, except fourteen trees which do not lose their foliage, but retain the old foliage from two to three years till the new comes. And again, observe ye the days of summer, how the sun is above the earth, over against it, and you seek shade and shelter by reason of the heat of the sun, and the earth also burns with the growing heat, and so you cannot tread on the earth or on rocks by reason of its heat. Observe ye how the trees cover themselves with green leaves and bear fruit, wherefore give ye heed and know with regard to all his works, and recognize how he that liveth forever hath made them so. And all his works go on thus from year to year forever, and all the tasks which they accomplish for him, and their tasks change not, but according as God hath ordained it so done. And behold how the sea and the rivers in like manner accomplish and change, not their tasks from his commandments. But ye have not been steadfast, nor done the commandments of the Lord, but ye have turned away and spoken proud and hard words with your impure mouths against his greatness. O ye hearted, ye shall find no peace. Therefore shall ye execrate your days, and the years of your life shall perish, and the years of your destruction shall be multiplied in eternal abomination, and ye shall find no mercy. In those days ye shall make your names an eternal abomination unto all the righteous, and by you shall all who curse, curse. All the sinners and godless shall imprecate you, 
and for you, the godless, there shall be a curse, and all the righteous shall rejoice, and there shall be forgiveness of sins, and every mercy and peace and forbearance. There shall be salvation unto them, a godly light. And for all of you sinners, there shall be no salvation, but on you all shall abide the curse of the beast. Before the elect, there shall be light and joy and peace, and they shall inherit the earth. And then there shall be bestowed upon the elect wisdom, and they shall all live and never again sin, either through ungodliness or through pride. But they who are wise shall be humble, and they shall not again transgress, nor shall they sin all the days of their life, nor shall they die of anger or wrath, but they shall complete the number of the days of their life, and their lives shall be increased in peace, and the years of their joy shall be multiplied in eternal gladness and peace all the days of their life. And it came to pass, when the children of men had multiplied, that in those days were born unto them beautiful and comely daughters. And the angels, the children of the heaven, saw and lusted after them, and said to one another, Come, let us choose wives from among the children of men, and beget us children. And Semyaza, who was their leader, said unto them, I fear ye will not indeed agree to do this deed, and I alone shall have to pay the penalty of a great sin. And they all answered him and said, Let us all swear an oath, and all bind ourselves by mutual imprecations not to abandon this plan, but to do this thing. Then swear they all together, and bound themselves by mutual imprecations upon it. And they were in all two hundred who descended in the days of Jared on the summit of Mount Hermon. And they called it Mount Hermon because they had sworn and bound themselves by mutual imprecations upon it. And these are the names of their leaders. Samyaza, their leader, Arkaba, Ramael, Kokabel, Tamlel, Ramiel, Daniel, Ezekiel, Azazel, Armeros, Batarel, Ananel, Saklel, Samsakpil, Saturel, Terel, Jomajael, Sariel. These are their chiefs of tens. And the others together with them took unto themselves wives, and each chose for himself one. And they began to go in unto them, and defile themselves with them. And they taught them charms, and enchantments, and the cutting of roots, and made them acquainted with plants, 
and they became pregnant, and they bare great giants, whose height was 3,000 ills, who consumed all the acquisitions of men, and when men could no longer sustain them, the giants turned against them and devoured mankind. And they began to sin against birds and beasts and reptiles and fish and to devour one another's flesh and drink the blood. Then the earth laid accusation against the lawless ones. And Azazel taught men to make swords and knives and shields and breastplates and made known to them the metals of the earth and the art of working them, the bracelets and ornaments and the use of antimony, and the beautifying of eyelids, and all kinds of costly stones, and all coloring tinctures. And there arose much godlessness, and they committed fornication, and they were led astray, and became corrupt in all their ways. Samyaza taught enchantments and root cuttings. Ermaros the resolving of enchantments. Berquajal taught astrology. Kakabel the constellations. Ezequel the knowledge of the clouds. Eriquel the signs of the earth. Shamasiel the signs of the sun. And Sariel the course of the moon. And as men perished, they cried, and their cry went up to heaven. And then Michael, Uriel, Raphael, and Gabriel looked down from heaven and saw much blood being shed upon the earth and all lawlessness being wrought upon the earth. And they said to one another, The earth made without inhabitant cries the voice of their cries up to the gates of heaven. And now to you, the holy ones of heaven, the souls of men make their sweets saying, Bring your cause before the Most High. And they said to the Lord of the ages, Lord of lords, God of gods, King of kings and God of the ages, the throne of thy glory standeth unto all generations of the ages, and thy name holy and glorious, and blessed unto all the ages. Thou hast made all things, and power over all things hast thou, and all things are naked, and open in they sight. And thou seest all things, and nothing can hide itself from thee. Thou seest what Azazel hath done, who had taught all unrighteousness on earth, and revealed the eternal secrets which were in heaven, which men were striving to learn. And Sam Lazaz, to whom thou has given authority to bear rule over his associates. And they have gone to the daughters of men upon the earth, and have slept with the women, and have defiled themselves and revealed to them all kinds of sins. And the women have borne giants, and the whole earth has thereby been filled with blood and unrighteousness. And now behold, the souls of those who have died are crying out and making their suit against the gates of heaven. And their lamentations have ascended and cannot cease because of the lawless deeds which are wrought on the earth. And thou knowest all things before they come to pass. And thou seest these things and thou dost suffer them. And thou dost not say to us what we are to do to them in regard to these. 
Then said the Most High, the Holy and the Great One spake, and sent Uriel to the son of Lamech, and said to him, Go to Noah and tell him in my name, Hide thyself, and reveal to him the end that is approaching, and that the whole earth will be destroyed, and that a deluge is about to come upon the whole earth, and will destroy all that is on it, and now instruct him that he may escape, and his seed may be preserved for all generations of the world. And again the Lord said to Raphael, Bind Azazel hand and foot, and cast him into the darkness, and make an opening in the desert, which is in Dundale, and cast him therein, and place upon him rough and jagged rocks, and cover him with darkness, and let him abide there forever, and cover his face, that he may not see light, and on the day of the great judgment he shall be cast into the fire, and heal the earth which the angels have corrupted, and proclaim the healing of the earth, that they may heal the plague, and that all the children of men may not perish through all the secret things that the watchers have disclosed and have taught their sons. And the whole earth has been corrupted through the works that were taught by Azazel, to him ascribe all sin, and to Gabriel said the Lord, proceed against the bastards and the reprobates and against the children of fornication and destroy the children of the watchers from amongst men. Send them one against the other, that they may destroy each other in battle. For length of days shall they not have, and no request that they make of thee shall be granted unto the fathers of their behalf. For they hope to live an eternal life, and that each one of them will live five hundred years. And the Lord said unto Michael, Go bind Samlazaz and his associates, who have united themselves with women, so as to have defiled themselves with them in all their uncleanliness. And when their sons have slain one another, and they have seen the destruction of their beloved ones, bind them fast for seventy generations in the valleys of the earth, till the day of their judgment, and of their consummation, till the judgment that is forever and ever is consummated. In those days they shall be led off to the abyss of fire, and to the torment and the prison in which they shall be confined forever. And whosoever shall be condemned and destroyed will from thenceforth be bound together with them to the end of all generations, and destroy all the spirits of the reprobate and the children of the watchers, because they have wronged mankind. Destroy all wrong from the face of the earth, and let every evil work come to an end. And let the plant of righteousness and truth appear, and it shall prove a blessing. The works of righteousness and truth shall be planted in truth and joy forevermore. And then shall all the righteous escape, and shall live till they beget thousands of children. And all the days of their youth and their old age shall they complete in peace. And then shall the whole earth be tilled in righteousness, and shall all be planted with trees and be full of blessings and all desirable trees shall be planted on it, and they shall plant vines on it, and the vine which they plant thereon shall yield wine in abundance. And as for all the seed which is sown thereon, each measure shall bear a thousand, and each measure of olive shall yield ten presses of oil. And cleanse thou the earth from all oppression, and from all unrighteousness, and from all sin, and from all godlessness, and all the uncleanness that is wrought upon the earth destroyed from off the earth. All the children of men shall become righteous, and all nations shall offer adoration, and shall praise me, 
and all shall worship me, and the earth shall be cleansed from all defilement, and from all sin, and from all punishment, and from all torment, and I will never again send upon it from generation to generation and forever. And in those days I will open the store chambers of blessing, which are in the heaven, so as to send them down upon the earth over the work and labor of all the children of men. And truth and peace shall be associated together throughout all the days of the world and throughout all the generations of men. Before these things Enoch was hidden, and no one of the children of men knew where he was hidden, and where he abode, and what had become of him. And his activities had to do with the watchers, and his days were with the holy ones. with the holy ones and with the watchers in his days. Enoch was blessing the great Lord and King of Peace. And behold, the watchers called me Enoch, the scribe. Then the Lord said to me, Enoch, scribe of righteousness, go tell the watchers of heaven who have deserted the lofty sky and their holy everlasting station who have been polluted with women and have done as the sons of men do by taking to themselves wives and who have been greatly corrupted on the earth that on this earth they shall never attain peace and remission of sin for they shall not rejoice in their offspring they shall behold the slaughter of their beloved shall lament for the destruction of their sons and shall petition forever but shall not obtain mercy and peace Then Enoch, passing on, said to Azazel, You shall not obtain peace. A great sentence has gone forth against you. He shall bind you. Neither shall relief, mercy, and supplication be yours on account of the oppression which you have taught, and on account of every act of blasphemy, tyranny, and sin which you have discovered to the children of men. Then departing from him, I spoke to them all together, and they all became terrified and trembled beseeching me to write for them a memorial of supplication that they might obtain forgiveness and that I might make the memorial of their prayer ascend up before the God of heaven because they could not themselves thenceforward address him nor raise up their eyes to heaven on account of the disgraceful offense for which they were judged. Then I wrote a memorial of their prayer and supplications for their spirits for everything which they had done and for the subject of their entreaty, that they might obtain remission and rest. Proceeding on, I continued over the waters of Dandaban, which is on the right to the west of Arlon, reading the memorial of their prayer until I fell asleep. And behold, a dream came to me, and visions appeared above me. I fell down and saw a vision of punishment that I might relate it to the sons of heaven and reprove them. When I awoke, I went to them, all being collected together, stood weeping, with their faces veiled. 
I related, and in their presence all the visions which I had seen in my dream, and began to utter these words of righteousness, reproving the watchers of heaven. This is the book of the words of righteousness and of the reproof of the watchers who belong to the world according to that which he who is holy and great commanded in the vision. I perceived in my dream that I was now speaking with a tongue of flesh and with my breath which the mighty one has put into the mouths of men that they might converse with it and understand with the hearts that as he is created and given to men the power of comprehending the word of understanding, so has he created and given to me the power of reproving the watchers, the offspring of heaven. I have written your petition, and in my vision it has been shown me that what you request will not be granted as long as the world endures. Judgment has been passed upon you. Your request will not be granted you. From this time forward, never shall you ascend into heaven. He has said that on the earth he will bind you as long as the world endures. But before these things, you shall behold the destruction of your beloved sons. You shall not possess them, but they shall fall before you by the sword. Neither shall you entreat for them, not for yourselves but you shall weep and supplicate in silence the words of the book which I wrote. A vision thus appeared to me. Behold in that vision clouds and a mist invited me, agitated stars and flashes of lightning, impaled and pressed me forwards, while winds in the vision assisted my flight accelerating my progress. They elevated me aloft to heaven. I proceeded until I arrived at a wall built with stones of crystal. A vibrating flame surrounded it, which began to strike me with terror. Into this vibrating flame I entered and drew nigh to a spacious habitation built with also stones of crystals. Its walls too, as well as pavement, were formed with stones of crystal, and crystal likewise was the ground. Its roof had the appearance of agitated stars and flashes of lightning, and among them were cherubim of fire and a stormy sky. A flame burned around its walls, and its portal blazed with fire. When I entered into this dwelling, it was hot as fire and cold as ice. No trace of delight or life was there. Terror overwhelmed me, and a fearful shaking seized me. Violently agitated and trembling, I fell upon my face. In the vision I looked, and behold, there was another habitation more spacious than the former, every entrance to which was open before me, erected in the midst of a vibrating flame. 
so greatly did it excel in all points in glory and magnificence and in magnitude that it is impossible to describe to you either the splendor or the extent of it. Its floor was on fire. Above were lightnings and agitated stars, while its roof exhibited a blazing fire. Attentively, I surveyed it and saw that it contained an exalted throne, the appearance of which was like that of frost, while its circumference resembled the orb of the brilliant sun, and there was the voice of the cherubim. From underneath this mighty throne, rivers of flaming fire issued. To look upon it was impossible. One great and glory set upon it, whose robe was brighter than the sun and whiter than snow. No angel was capable of penetrating to view the face of him, the glorious and the effulgent, nor could any mortal behold him. A fire was flaming around him. Fire of great extent continued to rise up before him so that not one of those who surrounded him was capable of approaching him. Among the myriads and myriads who were before him, to him, holy consultation was needless. Yet did not the sanctified who were near him depart far from him, either by night or by day, nor were they removed from him. I also was so far advanced with a veil on my face and trembling. Then the Lord with his own mouth called me, saying, Approach hither, Enoch, in my holy word. And he raised me up, making me draw near even to the entrance. My eye was directed to the ground.